Aftershark MMA Show. Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark Retorto. Just want to make sure that everyone's following me, not only here on this podcast, but on my new live show that's hosted on Twitch. You can watch it at twitch.tv slash Mark the Shark MMA Show. And that's Mark with a C and not a K. And I air a new episode every Saturday. So check it out. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts. And you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Mm, Let's get ready to podcast! Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. Today we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the Click the Support button found at anchor.fm slash show, And that's Mark spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the Mark the Shark MMA Show Facebook page. Page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action thriller suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. and paperback version only on BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Moments podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Okay, all right, everybody, we're back on the show, and today I got a special guest on the show, MMA, MMA fighter Daniel Wynn. How you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good, good. Now, what state are you uh, com- coming from? Coming in uh, from. I live in Georgia. Oh, okay. So you're on the East Coast. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm on uh, I'm over in Jersey on the West Coast on the East Coast as well. So yeah. Yeah. So give us a little background on yourself. Were you always involved in combat sports or were you, did you do other sports and you discovered combat sports later? 
Uh, no, actually, well, I did. I was a skater when I was a kid. Like, I did aggressive inline. But then, um, you know, I turned 18, went to college, graduated, um, just kind of got a job, saved up some money, and decided I wanted to hit people in the face. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I started doing boxing just as a way to work out, to stay in shape, because it was it's just a really good way to stay in shape. Mm. And you don't have to do a whole lot. You could do it you know, twice a week or so. And um, my coach was like, you can hit really hard. And I was like, oh, okay. So I did boxing for a few years. Then I moved on to MMA. But I never actually got to the boxing ring because it's just okay. kind of hard to find where I am. So I started at an MMA gym about maybe a year and a half, two years after boxing. And it's just been forward ever since. I got my first MMA fight in two years after that. And I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> oh, okay. So what kind of promotions have you fought for so far? I fought for the NFC and I fought for um, the AFC. And I think most notably would be the King of the Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard of King of Cage before. How was that? How was it fighting for the King of Cage? Was that the one that you liked the most or the least? Or like which organization did you like better? Um, it was fun. I really liked King of the Cage because I liked the whole like – it's just the whole atmosphere is, is, is a little different. It's just the, it's nice. It's nice. It's, I was just really honored to be asked to be, to be there twice. So that was cool. The second time I won, the first time I lost, but um, they were really awesome to me, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah, Andy and Robbie, they, they, they run a good promotion. And the NFC is not bad either. I, I'd like them too. Um, I fought for them for, the, for my very first MMA fight. They were amazing to me. All the uh, bouncers at the venues know me and everything. It's yes. I really can't pick one that's better than the other. And then the AFC, I only fought for them once, and they were super sweet to me as well. And okay. it's, just, it's just been a really good experience. I've never had a bad experience with, um, with promoters. You know? Okay, because like, I know King, King of Cage has been around for a long time, for a very long time. I don't know if they still, they still have that. They used to have like this like muscular ref guy. All the refs were like big and muscular. Are they still built like that or what? Uh, mine w wasn't really built. He wasn't like fat, but he wasn't <laughs> muscular. Back of the they used to be jacked, like really jacked, kind of like, kind of like the uh, character that they had, the, the picture they had with the promotions, the cards. I don't know if you ever. If they still use the same one. It's like a bald, muscular dude. Oh, like a yellow kind of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. If they still use that slogan. Oh yeah, that's cool. Now, do the other ones that they kind of follow the same format, where you know they got like uh, streaming, they stream it, or they televise it, and then they, you uh, know, choose your walkout music and all that, and you come out on stage where you fight. Yes, the NFC does stream it. AFC streams it, but only um, KOT, uh, King of the Cage is on the, is on like TV, so it's a little, you know, I guess it's a little different, a little more. And you can't really get customer. And they told me my cordman can't curse. <laughs> well, my first, my first King of the Cage fight. They're like, yeah, you guys can't say any bad words. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, because you're televised. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. The second one they didn't tell us, but we just kind of assumed and just didn't. And you know, just, uh, just, to, just to be safe. But um, but yeah, I've had some really good times with them. So, what made you decide that you liked hitting people in the face? It's gonna sound really weird, but it's just—it's like you can be the bully and you know 
it's fine. People signed the contract. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I was never like a bully ever because I would never do that to somebody like unwillingly. But it's, 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 I don't know, about, I don't know what it is about it. It's just, you know, you both agree to, to lock yourselves inside this finite amount of space and <laughs> just throw hands and be. Now, would you say you're kind of like an adrenaline junkie or? Uh, no, I don't know. I do like like risky and daring things, but I wouldn't, I, I mean, I'm not going to go like base jumping or. Or, or jump out of an airplane or anything like that or rock no, I would do that. I, I would do that. I would do that. You would jump out of an airplane or rock climb or both? I would rock climb uh, uh, with, you know, you know, to a degree, but definitely jump out of an airplane. I would definitely go skydiving. Uh, <laughs> and there you go. There you go. So you got a little, you're a little bit of an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, with base jumping or bungee jumping, I'm, I'm not about that life. Yeah. I think probably most MMA fighters are probably a little bit of adrenaline junkie, I think. You gotta be, because it's like a, I guess it'd be like a high, you know, because again, you're kind of doing something scary and dangerous, right? To some degree, you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. It's really not scary to me because it's, it's, I mean, there's a ref right there. Like it's, if anything goes awry, you know, there's people watching. It's not in the back uh, alley, you know, in some, you know, derelict gas station or something. Ah. Uh, but you never know what could happen though, right? I mean, the, the your opponent could be, like a lot better than you and like not like hit you so hard, break your jaw or, right? Cause you got a, you got a, a full-time job, right? Like a day job, right? I, you don't do I, this, what? you have a, a full-time job. You don't do this full-time, right? So. Oh yeah, no, I have, I have a job, yeah. Yeah. So like, if you get really hurt then you miss work, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, so to some degree, there's some kind of like riskiness. Like if you get like if the person you're fighting is like you know a lot, a lot more skilled than you. Let's say they got better hands. They True. Knock I guess yeah. you don't really think about it, right? You try not to. I guess you really can't think like that, though. Well, I mean, I've had I've had like my arm broken in a fight, and it wasn't so bad. And, yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like at 125 pounds, 135 pounds you know, females, and not a whole lot could really, I mean, I know a whole lot could happen, but it's it's really like, that's why the female fights last a lot longer than the men's fights, mm. generally. Because, I mean, the, the knockout power is not there, the ability to, you know, actually, I mean, we hurt people, but it's, it's a little different than the men, you know? Men are different, the way it is. Biologically yeah. different. So I don't, I don't really think about those things. It doesn't really, I mean, yeah, I broke my arm that one time, but that was probably my mistake. I don't know. I don't even know when it happened. I mean, I know what happened, but I don't know what happened. Was it from an armbar, or or was it? No, like, it was back in a kick? I have no idea. I just remember going into the what was it, the third round, and I was holding my oh, while I was sitting on the stool. In my second, I was holding my arm down because something was wrong, and I was like, something's wrong. And I, I don't know what it was. I didn't want the ref to stop the fight. I didn't want to look at it, and so I just went back out there and. Just jab, uh, jab, jab. <laughs> oh, you were hitting with the the bad arm? No, I hit the good arm. No, I I, uh, okay. I I got her to the fence, and then I looked at it, and I saw the little bone poking up, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty nasty, right? 
wasn't through the skin, so it was just like poking up to my arm. And it was just, but it wasn't like like through the skin, so it wasn't like bloody or anything. And I was like, oh, oh, this is interesting. Then I hear my coroner say it's like a minute and a half. And, you know, they tell me the time, so I'm just biding my time until like I even went up to her and offered to you know if she wanted to run it back because I did just hold her against the cage because I didn't know really what to do. So I just kind of held against the cage and stomped the feet or, or tried my best to. And I tried to take her down a couple times, but my arm was not having it, not at all. But um, but yeah, I totally offered a rematch if it ever comes to fruition. We'll see. Uh, okay. So when's your next fight? You got a fight um, coming up or? I was supposed to fight in the AFC on March 28th. But I, you know, I fought November eighth, and I fought January twenty fifth, and February twenty ninth, and um, my my coaches were like, eh, you know, maybe we should kind of relax a little bit. Plus, going down to one twenty five is not the easiest for me, so it was a little. I mean, it's not difficult; it's just a lot of discipline. Mm-hmm. And you know, they felt that I should take a break after going down to one twenty five because I, oof, I have to admit, like. That was, that was, it was hard. Like I, I dieted and, and did my workouts 21 days. Well, I worked out 15 of the 21 days, but I started 21 days out in order to get to 125. Just do it slowly, like, you know, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3 pounds here, um, 0. 0.5 if it's a, you know, if it's a hard day, just slowly chipping, chiseling away to get down. Oh, so you, you were trying to cut weight the, uh, a little bit healthier than instead of like trying to like drop 10 pounds in a week like yeah i'm not about the water diet that's horrible <laughs> it's so miserable and so i really only had to lose about five well about 6.5 pounds that week so oh, it was, okay. like i had i had <laughs> i joke about it with my with my best friend like i had uh <laughs> i had 18 chicken wings the sunday before the fight like barbecue wings and then by somehow in the middle of the night, I guess the other two got digested as well. And um, I had 20 chicken wings, like Sunday, Sunday, Monday before the fight. And yeah, it was, I was still good. Like I, I just did it so slowly that it just, I guess it just didn't really matter as much. Oh, there's your cat. <laughs> What's the name of your cat? That's Oblina. As you guys know, that show, Ah, Real Monsters. That's the, that's the cat or the monster, the black and white monster's name. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So what? So what are your aspirations? Do you want to like do uh, do MMA full time, or are you just gonna just do this as kind of like a hobby? Like, what are your what are your goals? I mean, I would like to go pro. It would be nice to do it full time, but um, you know, I know it's MMA. It's not really the money making sport. But you know, I enjoy it too, and it is a little bit and. It was a little bit of cash, and I, you know, I have a little bit, I have quite a few years left in me, because I didn't start super early, but I didn't really, like, batter my body as a kid either, you know, so um, I just basically went to college and worked out, and um, I mean, it'd be cool to make it to the highest level, it really would be, I'd be super honored to make it to the UFC, Bellator, or anything like that, which, you know, of course, gonna go pro soon. Just not sure when yet. Especially uh, with the stuff going on and the you know potential fights getting canceled. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, because it had uh, coronavirus or something? Yeah, like a friend of mine's flight got canceled and, or not canceled, but postponed. You know, people bought tickets and, and, and everything. And it's like, oh, well, now you got to like postpone your, 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 your day you already planned. So, yeah, yeah. It's crazy out there, right? You know, canceling Disney's closing the parks and movie theater, like by me, like uh, movie theaters are not opening. Right. My jiu-jitsu school's closed for a week. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I hope mine doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah, you're lucky if they don't. You're lucky if they don't. But my regular gym's still open. There's not much jiu-jitsu school. So, well, that's nice. They still work out. Yeah. I have a gym complex, so I go, I go there sometimes, and I run on, like, the treadmill or, um, you know, just lift little weights. They have free weights. They have the little um, both flex machine, whatever, and you just kind of just, you know, do little workouts without having to leave your house, really. You just walk there. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Now, in terms of, like, other female martial artists, or I should say MMA fighters, is there any particular uh, fighters that you look up to or – that you try to copy or emulate in your fighting style or that you'd like to emulate in your fighting style? Um, hmm. I like the fighting style of, um, I like Johanna and JTech. I really love her. Like, she's like my favorite. I mean, we don't fight the same, but she's a very good, like, uh, uh, well, I guess we kind of do, you know, we, we both like the jab and, and, you know, to throw that one too. But, um, She's, I guess, more of a Muay Thai kind of style, and I don't, I don't really know. I'm, I go into fights, and I think I'm gonna do one thing, and I do the complete opposite, so I don't even bother anymore. Like if you watch, if you watch all my fight videos, just, I have one fight on the ground, I have one fight that pretty much takes place in the cage. I guess maybe two fights that take place in the cage, and then one or one or two fights where I'm like throwing hands the whole time. I just never know what I'm gonna do, so. Um, I don't know. I just, but I do love to watch Johanna. Like she's definitely my favorite for the female fighters. Yeah. Did you see her last fight? Yeah. Oh, what's that? What's that lady's name from China? Something Jang. Oh, Lily Jang. Jang. Oh Wei-Li. my God, dude. I don't know if you grew up watching Star Trek, but uh, a lot of people are like posting that that Facebook post of that yeah. character of Star Trek and Klingon, whatever they call him. Dude, well, forehead. <laughs> so, so fucked up. Well, I guess we're not keep it pinned down, you know? I, have, I haven't seen what she looks like. Has it gone down? Have you seen her, her what she looks like lately? Since the oh, fight? no, I, I mean, like, in the fight, at least she keeps her chin down because, you know, it's hitting the dome, so it just kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah. Right side, maybe? <laughs> oh, man. I haven't, no, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen any uh, postage and seen what she looks like, like, I'm sure it's gone down, but it I don't even know the extent down. of the damage. Like, I don't even know the extent of damage. I think they said it, she's not like, um, like it's nothing crazy. It's just a lot of swelling. Yeah, but that was, I, mean, I hope it's nothing crazy. I hope it's nothing crazy because that would be terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think she's gonna be training for a while anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and, that's true. and she probably—I guarantee—if I had—I didn't read up on it, but I bet you, the uh, the athletic commission probably won't let her fight for at least six months anyway. Yeah, like even not. if it was nothing and the swelling went down in like four weeks or something, and she was back to let her fight. Yeah. 
you know, because she definitely, she definitely had to have a concussion. You know, you don't have to be knocked out. You had a concussion, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I, I would agree. She definitely had a concussion. <laughs> they probably were watching her. Now, did you, did you think she won that fight? I was actually a little bit surprised. Except for that last round. Like, I think her, like, like when she started to get hit, I think it just affected her. That, that very, uh, the very last round. Yeah. That, I think it just got to her then. I was like, she got it popped a few times in the chrome dome. and oh, Yeah, her face was already more. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to go in as much. You don't want to pursue as much because it's like, man, if I get hit. <laughs> Oh, this is gonna be horrible. I mean, I don't think we ever. Well, I never think about the next day. <laughs> Oof, the next day. But I never think about the next day. So it's it's just like, but at the moment, it's like, wow, this 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 kind of this could kind of hurt. Yeah. But did you think she was winning the fight, or did you did you think that she didn't have it? I thought she kind of had it if, if it wasn't for that last round. Like, yeah, the last round was kind of a. I don't, I'm not a judge for a reason, I guess. Yeah. I'm biased against Johanna anyway, so I'm, I'm going to say she had it, but the last round was a little bit, eh. eh. I mean, I could, I could see it as, eh, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Not quite for Johanna, but I still want to say it is, but, eh, eh. You know, yeah. got to be fair. It was, it was uh, I definitely think that that was the, a way better fight. It was definitely better than the main event, I'll tell you that, right? <laughs> So boring, but I, I can uh, see why. I I mean, I mean, you're all hit like a truck. Yeah, he hits like a truck. You know, the other guy I guess didn't want to get hit by that Mack truck. You know, but uh, yeah, that that the women man, they, they just go at it. That's why I gotta give. I love watching women fight more than the men. Like I really <laughs> do. Like the women have like no fear. I don't. I don't think the women think about. Uh, how can I say this? I don't think women care about taking risks. I think that's the way. Am I phrasing it right? Whereas I think the men are afraid to lose or something. I don't know. That's just depending. I guess like, like if a guy gets at, at a certain level, like they're at the number one seed or the champ, it seems like they're afraid to lose. I guess. I don't know. I thought the men have more to lose because uh, if, if you take a 135 female and a 135 male, I mean, that male is going to hit yeah. way harder and way more, just way more umph. And I, I feel like women focus, not focus, but uh, like, like you find more like jujitsuists and people that are like good on the ground. I mean, the ground and pound, there's some scary ground and pound that some of the women have. But um, I think a lot of women kind of go towards more of the, the ground game rather than the stand-up. And then, like I said, we, don't, we just don't hit as hard. I mean, it's not biologically meant to do it like that. Mm-hmm. I guess nobody's really biologically meant to hit people, but, you know, yeah. you guys do have a strength advantage. Yeah. Now, when you do your takedowns, did you wrestling-type takedowns or do you do that, that head throw, that head, judo head throw? I do wrestling type take takedowns because I feel like judo is based in a gi and there's no gi. Yeah. I know the head, but I mean it's just so easy to slip out. I feel like it would be, you know, yeah. not. I noticed the women tend to do that throw more than the men. 
I don't know if you noticed that. Like when they do throws, they do the head, you know, the, the head, like the old Ronda Rousey. And I'm like, I'm always wondering, like, why they would choose that as opposed to, like, a double leg or a single leg. So I just wanted to get your info on that. I don't know if, like, if there's a why women would choose more that more than the men or. Yeah, I've, I've no idea. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather do, like, a double leg. Yeah. yeah. Singles are fine, too. I'll, I'll go to a single, but actually it doesn't really matter it's whatever you give me yeah. <laughs> whatever you give me you give me a leg you give me the body lock you give me the yeah. head and arm <laughs> i'll take it yeah now I'm do you currently now are you currently sponsored by anybody any like uh, companies or anything like that oh uh, yeah i have fresh start entertainment they they okay. back me a lot of sponsors um i have spoken hot photos um i have a couple of others too around but um like i do have a little list and i do thank them like, all the time because like on my facebook and stuff all right now for the people who and for the people who watch this video or they listen to this one they get some podcast format if they're interested in getting in contact with you what's the best way for them to get in contact with you do you have like a website or a facebook page or yeah, actually, I do have a Facebook page, uh, Danielle Wynn MMA, and I do have an Instagram and a Twitter. Okay. And then my Instagram needs to get more popping. <laughs> and, and what's the name of your Instagram, Instagram account? Is this it Danielle? Is, is Danielle underscore Wynn underscore fight. Like, uh, and then what's the Twitter account handle? Is it the same same thing? or Probably. <laughs> yeah, it's the same, <laughs> okay, it's the same thing. <laughs> All right, all right, and then um, yeah, it was it was great having you on the show. And if anybody who's watching her wants to sponsor her for future fights or get in touch with her, uh, this is Daniel Wynn, MMA fighter from Georgia. Um, now, if you guys are listening to this in podcast format, keep listening because there's more content to follow. And for those who are watching this when this goes live, shows up. <laughs> but if you're listening to it in podcast format, keep listening because there's more content to follow. All right, guys, we'll be back for those who are listening to podcast format. <laughs>guys you can keep up to date and see what's going to happen with the show by following us on our social media pages you can follow us on facebook at mark the shark mma show and that's mark with a c and not a k and that's on twitter at mark bjj fighter again that's mark with a c and not a k and of course on instagram at mark underscore retorto it's mark m-a-r-c underscore retorto r-i-t-o-r-t-o 
Keep up to date and follow us. This is to all you parents out there. Are you looking for a great book for your child to read? Well, look no further. Christina Ritorto has done it again by putting out a sequel to her first book in the Invisible Girl series. The sequel is called A Little Bit Louder. Get it now at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or RetortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, the book is called A Little Bit Louder, written by Christina Retorto. Marcus Sander was a normal family man till he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned and tortured. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe, but not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now! Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the show. Hey, to all the listeners out there who are bruised up from the martial arts training, CBD products are a great way to ease the pain by reducing inflammation. It also helps with anxiety and your mood. In fact, there's a great company out there in Colorado by the name of Caniovia that sells great CBD products. Get more information from Caninovia.com. That's C-A-N-N-O-V-I-A.com. In fact, when you go to the website Caninovia.com and use the promo code MarkTheSharkMMAShow, you'll save 30% on all of their products. So check out their website today. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built. Used by all jiu-jitsu and MMA athletes to prevent skin infections. Save 15% with the code MarkTheSharkMMAShow. This episode is also brought to you by Audible. You will get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day trial. All right, guys, this is Mark the Shark, and I got some great news. If you subscribe to my email list on my website, I will email you a promo code that will allow you to save 20% on any MMA gear or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear put out by Hypnotic. All you have to do is go to www.marktheshark.mmashow.com, and that is Mark with a C and not a K, and subscribe to my email list. Go ahead and subscribe today. from a little bit of everything with me podcast and you're listening to mark the shark mma show and don't forget to like subscribe and write to his podcast for more amazing episodes
guys, this is Mark the Shark Retorto, letting you know that you can visit my website, www.marktheshark.mmashow.com. You can get our podcast episodes on there, and you can also shop the swag. Get your hoodies, get your t-shirts, get your hats. It's all on there for both men and women. We do not discriminate. Go out there and check it out. www.marktheshark.mmashow.com Hi everyone, just want to make a note to all the fans that are listening to this podcast, we appreciate any donation you can make to keep this podcast up and running, no matter how small, anyway from a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. To make a donation, all you have to do is go to my website, www.marktheshark.mmashow, and click on the donation button on the first page. It's that easy. Again, it's www.marktheshark.mmashow.com. All right. Do you need a website for your business? Well, you can use HostGator.com to get your website up and running fast and easy. And with the Mark the Shark MMA Show promo code, you can save... 60% on your web hosting costs. Again, the code is Mark the Shark MMA Show. Use it and save money with HostGator.com. All right, guys, we're at the end of our show. This is Mark Retorto. I'm signing off. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called The Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C and not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget, if you look in the mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book. Or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter, Christina Retorto, also available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you. <laughs>